Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Back with more of Sabres Live, presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. Welcome back. It's the Livewire edition of Sabres Live, and (laughs) we are here to shock and awe for the remaining 30 minutes of the show. We are diving in on Sabres Live with Edmonton as the team of the day, and I love researching, if you didn't know this, and I love diving into the history of this franchise no matter how many times you think you may have gone looking for a similar story i believe that you unearth something new every time so today's new fun finding fact the first ever meeting between the buffalo sabers and edmonton oilers edmonton had just came in from the whl wha wayne gretzky was on the team of course november 18th 19 79. What do you think the score was in that game, Marty? 11 to 7. 9 to 7. Okay. For Buffalo, and it is still, to this day, the highest scoring game ever between the Sabres and the Oilers. I was hoping for two empty net goals to make it 11 to 7. How many points do you think Gretzky had? Um, So they had seven goals. He had four points. Three points. How many did Perot have? Six. Four. Who scored the first Sabres goal ever against the Oilers in that game? Hint. He grew up just over an hour southwest of Edmonton. Oh, I don't know. Lindy Ruff. Oh, did he really? From Warburg, Alberta. Oh, yeah. And so this this is all super fascinating to me, and I hope it's of relevance, uh, you know, to your fandom, you know, with the Sabres, because just looking at that box score, there's so much history in the game for both the Oilers, the Sabres, and the league. Yes. But uniquely, the relationship and the respect that Gretzky had for Perot, and then only two years after that, they would be on the same line in the Canada Cup. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the two of them combined for seven points in their first ever head-to-head meeting is super fascinating to me. And obviously, Gilbert had been around for almost a decade at that point and would retire in the 86-87 season. But in the head-to-head course of time, when they played against each other, a little more than 20 games apiece head-to-head, Perot averaged about 1.3 points per game and Gretzky about 1.6. It's fascinating. Like these two 
just like it was what you would want it to be two absolute pillars of the game and they rarely disappointed face of the franchise both sides right. Wayne Gretzky and Gilbert Perot for the longest yeah. time and now you know obviously we're trying to talk about it in the first segment here face of the Sabres franchise but uh, uh, you know uh, you can't not say Gilbert Perot at that time and his performances against the Oilers was uh, was always right up there um, I, I think with Gilbert and with a lot of players that have that level when they are facing a team's greatest, a, a play, our league's greatest player, they mm -hmm. step up. Like Wayne, actually Wayne's performance was below his career average probably in that, those times, right? Because he probably was a two-point-a-game yeah. guy for uh, for an average for the better part of those years. Right. Well, yes. And and that's, again, like to put the punctuation mark, like the, the pinnacle moment for the two of them was the record-setting night for Gretz in 1982. Yes. He had already tied Phil Esposito with 76 goals. Now, they come into the odd. There's massive fanfare. Gretzky's about to set the single-season record. Perot has scored a hat-trick at this point. The game is 3-3 with seven minutes left. Gretzky scores three in a row, a natural hat-trick inside of six minutes, and the Oilers win, and Gretzky sets the new benchmark. Like, again... The two of them going head to head. Gretzky has five points, including three goals, and Perot has three goals, and the Oilers win. And there it was, all part of what would turn out to be, to this day, the still greatest single season goal scoring performance. Gretzky with 92 eventually on the year. That was pretty incredible. And obviously, anybody that thinks of the Edmonton Oilers has to think back of the 80s, the glory years of the Oilers with Gretzky and Messier and Yeri Curry and Glenn Anderson and Paul Coffey and Kevin Lowe and Grant Fuhrer and Andy Mogan. It was like, you, you name them, right? They were mm -hmm. all superstars of the game. Um, if there was social media back then, they probably would have all gotten cut and fired from because they they lived life large and they played large and they really dominated they mm -hmm. the league changed rules they said we can't go four on four when there's coincidental minors because the Oilers put four players and they can score five goals in two minutes so mm -hmm. we're gonna go to five on five with coincidental minors they change rules just like they did with the Montreal Canadians with the power plays like the league changes rules when teams are that good. The Oilers were that good of the, in the eighties. So yeah, we're going to think about them for me. Like what was more impressive is once Wayne left, the fact that they still won a cup yep. in 1990, right. Yep. With Messier yep. as their leader, Billy Ranford in that, like Wayne gets traded and the Oilers still won a cup. They're fifth in the decade. So um, that was, that to me was impressive when it comes to the Oilers. What was your problem against the Oilers? No wins as a Sabre. Um, the ice in Edmonton was too fast. Too, too fast. Slick. Too fast. Too slick. I struggled against the Oilers, not just with the uh, um, with the Sabres, but in my career. I yeah. struggled in Edmonton. You got to remember, now they are, they got that beautiful new building now, and it's great. But back in the days, the old oh, building, the by walk. The way. The Sabres yeah. are four and two in that new building. They, of course, christened it in the first game with a win and long live the 667 
road winning percentage in every building. That would be ideal moving forward. Uh, that would be more than ideal. Are you kidding me? A 667 winning percentage on the road? That would be point percentage. That'd be great. But the old Nortland Coliseum or whatever it was called after, mm -hmm. the visiting room, visitor's room, was so far from the Zamboni door where you entered the ice that like I was a man of routine duffer. At two minutes, 10 on the clock, I would start to walk out so that by inside of two minutes would be on the ice because you couldn't come on the ice before two minutes on the clock. So you let the ice settle, it freeze, the water freezes and all of that. That was league mandated. In Edmonton, I tried to leave the locker room with 210 on the clock. I'd get there with a minute left. It was like, I'm too rushed. Then I tried to leave earlier with like three minutes on the clock. So it'd be inside of two. Well, now I'm like, I'm missing a minute for my routine. Hated the walk. It screwed up my routine. Now people are going to say, Marty, you're weak. Mentally, you were weak. And yes, I admit when it came to Edmonton and my routine, I was weak because I could never figure it out. Okay. Well, you weren't alone in your struggles. You were 0-3 as a Sabre against the Oilers. But let me tell you this. Between Hashik, Barrasso, Edwards, and Pupa, we're yes. talking like 30 decisions between those five, four goalies. There was only five wins. <laughs> Hashik well, was two, four, and two. Barrasso, one, six, and one. Edwards, one, four, and two. And your unexpected story of the day as we roll highlights of Darren Pupa's NHL debut yes. against the Stanley Cup champion Edmonton Oilers at the time. That was his only ever win against the Oilers as a Sabre. Opening career 37 save shutout. He ended his Buffalo tenure one, five and one all time against the Oilers. <laughs> Mr. Universe had a first win against the Oilers in his first game. And then that was it. That was it, I, man. Well, let me tell you the Oilers, they, if they knew, if they knew you, you had a performance against them back then, they would welcome you back. They were like, yep. we're not letting that happen again. So it was hard to do. Uh, and obviously, Pupa was a really good goaltender. But when the Oilers were buzzing, as we show you highlights, and I love watching old highlights, like just the game, full slap shot by Gretz here, Yara Curry on the side of the net. It's fantastic. I, I You know what? When we did the Sabres Classic at yeah. uh, the start of the pandemic, it was some of the fun, most fun I've had watching old clips, right? Because it was from different eras and different teams, different players. It was great. Yeah. And uh, Ryan Miller was at the other end of the spectrum um, from a Sabres goalie standpoint against Edmonton. 6-0 and lifetime as a Sabre against the Oilers. And Robin Leonard was not far behind at 3-0-1, uh, including um, a sparkling 1.23 goals against. Over the course of time. One of those wins from Ryan Miller, Duffer, I should say, though. Sorry yeah. for interrupting. But one of those wins by Ryan Miller. Again, I wasn't even playing and I took a loss that night in Edmonton because in 0506, it's January of 06. So Ryan Miller is now well established coming back from the thumb injury. I had a good run winning 13 in a row. There's a lot of rumors. I'm going to get traded. We're a month from the trade deadline. I'm going to get traded. So I had played with Steve Steos on the world championship team, Canada team two and a half, three years prior to that. Mm -hmm. So I'm doing my best trash talking in Edmonton as the backup goaltender. I'm talking about everybody. Steos is acting a little tough out there. He's throwing the elbows. He's hitting everybody. I get up on a whistle and I'm like, hey, Stevie, to stop pretending to be tough here. You're no tough. I know you. You're the biggest pretender out there. You're throwing elbows. You're going to get it. I'm telling you, man, you're going to get it. 
And the building is quiet. The music just stopped, right? Because there was a false start on the face-off. So everybody's resetting. Steos looks over to the bench. He goes, why do you shut up, Marty? You're going to be on our team in two weeks anyway. And I'm <laughs> like, I got nothing. The whole bench, our whole bench is laughing at me. They're like, yeah, Marty, you got God. Like, yeah, you're in the rumors. You're going to be an oiler. You're going to have to respond to that. I'm like, I don't know what to say. So I took a big L in the trash talking department. I wasn't even playing that day. You know, when you said the Oilers uh, might have lived uh, hard, well, whatever, you know, yeah. enjoyed their, oh, yeah. I, even before they got great. I can't help but wonder what was happening the week of basically the season starting in 1980. Bob Solve made 15 saves for a shutout against the Oilers. <laughs> the Sabres outshot them 30 to 15 in a two nothing win. I'm like, where were they? Like, how does that happen with all that did talent they, uh, on the Oilers? Did they so, forget uh, that the league was started? Did they have a team party that lasted oh five days? Gosh, they must have. Got, they must have drove down to Vegas and then drove back in time for the game. Unbelievable, yeah. but uh, incredible memories. Um, you know, but now obviously we're looking at both teams through different lenses, and the Oilers are. Uh, it's fair to say based on their playoff acumen in the last couple of years further along on this path, but we're talking about two of the most offensive, two of the top three offensive teams yep. in the NHL last year. This is an exciting time to be looking at both of them. Once again, it's a very exciting time. And again, as much as I talk about the eighties and the, the dominance of the Oilers, then the Oilers really hit the uh, big roadblock in the early 2010s where they drafted first overall three times in a row. Taylor Hall, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, and Nell Yakupov was the first, the three picks in a row. Uh, the mm -hmm. Sabres got two first round, first overall pick in their roster. So the Sabres hit that slide as well. But both teams seems to be moving forward. Obviously, Connor McDavid helped that with the Oilers. Those two teams, Buffalo and Edmonton, is going to be forever linked. And the fact that the Oilers won the lottery when Buffalo had finished last for the Connor McDavid sweepstake. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, those two teams, high offense, skate like the wind. They move the puck, transition really quick, and they're fun to watch. Every time I come back from a Sabres game or it's late at night, there's an Oilers game, I like to throw it on. Because mm -hmm. I like the style of game that they play. I don't like watching their goaltenders, but I like to throw it on because I think that they're a good team. A former Sabre with a famous family name in NHL circles is having a birthday. Will he be a Sabre again someday? Mm -hmm. We'll answer that next on Sabres Live. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.